The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to The Big Story. I'm Harian Tudiman. Subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you will not miss an episode. Singapore and Australia are set to see greater cooperation in the green economy with the signing of a trailblazing agreement today. Prime Minister Lee Sen Lung and his Australian counterpart Anthony Albanese witnessing the signing of the Singapore-Australia Green Economy Agreement at the Parliament House in Canberra. Under this agreement, both countries will embark on 17 joint initiatives for a start. Speaking at a press conference after the meeting, PM Lee outlines the benefits of such an agreement. We've also worked on other areas to take our bilateral cooperation further, for example in the Singapore-Australia Green Economy Agreement, which will support the transitions of our countries to net zero emissions and at the same time boost growth and job, create jobs in the green sectors. It's the first such agreement of its kind between countries and we hope that it will be a pathfinder for other countries similarly to cooperate with one another to deal with what is a global problem. Some highlights of the joint initiatives under the Green Economy Agreement include developing a list of environmental goods and services with an eye to reduce tariff and non-tariff barriers. Now, this will reduce hurdles to cross-border trade in clean energy, for instance. Fostering a partnership to promote business engagements in trade and investment in green sectors. And research collaboration in areas such as alternative proteins and lithium battery recycling. And building partnerships to advance green shipping corridors, which are zero-emission sea routes between ports. There are also plans to work together on best practices for sustainable agri-food systems with the aim of reducing their impact on the environment and addressing food security. For more, we're joined by Professor Sumit Agawal, Managing Director of Sustainable and Green Finance Institute at the National University of Singapore. Professor, the signing of this agreement today is the start of the cooperation between Singapore and Australia in the green economy. Uh, details are still scant right now. From what we have so far, can you tell us how exactly will it benefit Singapore consumers and businesses? Uh, MTI Minister Gan Kim Yong spoke about how it catalyzes the creation of good jobs, for instance. Uh, what kind of jobs could come about as a result and on what scale? So thank you for having me. I think uh as the minister himself said, that a cooperation like that, the first objective is, will it create economic growth? Will it create jobs? And will it achieve the goal which Singapore has of net carbon zero? And I think a cooperation like that will move the needle on all three fronts in that direction. We will expect more greener jobs to be created in Singapore which is where Singapore has been trying to be a leader on in the world by saying that we can create green jobs and we can create sustainable jobs in the country. We will also see the benefit of for small businesses in Singapore and also for R&D research that can be done on these issues that can then be exported to other markets. On the national level, Professor, who stands to benefit more from this agreement, uh, Singapore or Australia? Uh, clearly, I think Australia will benefit from it, but a country like Singapore will end up benefiting more because, look, Singapore doesn't have a big footprint in terms of geography. So what Singapore will be doing in this kind of relationship is be, will be providing the intellectual know-how 
or the knowledge capital that Singapore has been amassing in terms of green finance, sustainability issues, and the role of technology in helping on these fronts. Whereas Australia actually is dealing quite a lot with issues of mining and other developments that may be actually the cause of some of the problems that we are seeing on climate change and, and carbon emissions. So I think there will be benefit for both of them, but I clearly would imagine there are more benefits on this for the Singapore economy and for the Singapore job market. Professor, do such agreements bring about real impact or are they merely symbolic? Uh, Looking ahead, do you foresee Singapore negotiating more of these with other countries? Yeah, I mean, a lot of them are symbolic in nature, but that's always the first step. You want to kind of show that we are taking the first step in kind of making these cooperations. We saw that, let's say, with the Paris Accord, which is a multinational agreement, but not much came out of it. Hence, countries have realized, look, we need to do bilateral agreements like what Singapore has done with Australia. And this was more likely to deliver fruits in terms of output, job creation, greener jobs, and actually economic growth and showing uh, carbon emissions to going down. But more than that, I see the benefits or positive spin-off of this idea for not only Singapore to cooperate, let's say, with China or with India or other countries, but also other countries to mimic this idea and say India or China could cooperate or India and, and Sri Lanka could cooperate. So I think this idea will generate more cooperations around the world or bilateral cooperations. That will be a good thing. Professor, thank you for your time and insights. Professor Sumit Agarwal, Managing Director of Sustainable and Green Finance Institute at NUS.